You are listening to Speak On It With Who You With, Kurt Dell. We are talking live with all aboard on the phone line. We're talking to my cab, Rittenhouse. Um, man, this is an interesting uh, conversation. Uh, go ahead and finish what you were saying, all aboard. Uh, yeah, I think I, I personally feel that it's a lot of misguidance going on, kind of like what Jack Kramer said. Uh, the deal with um, uh, Cal Rittenhouse. Um, I feel that sometimes you can spoil a child where they feel like they are untouchable. They can get away with anything because they uh, allegedly got away with it throughout their life and they never been told no. And because of that, this is the situation with Cal now. And when his mother, even I think it was radio mentioned last night when they was in the police station and his mother said something instead of her trying to encourage him. Um, she she got it, it, excited about the fact that he was being called a racist and all of this stuff online. She she enjoyed the fact that the attention that he was getting. So it sounded like to me they allegedly are are um uh, attention whores. Um because some people do things to get attention for themselves instead of being a uh as Jack Kramer said about um uh Grand Theft Auto beating up a hooker on the game. Uh, instead of being a hooker, some people have a, have a, it's a hole for attention. They will get attention by any mean necessary, no matter what. And unfortunately. I mean, he was all in that camera. Exactly. So, so from what I'm saying is basically he's trying to get more attention. That's why he's on this tour, this victory tour. This um, alleged um, uh, semi-victory tour because he's gonna say something, he's gonna do something that's gonna open this case back up, and it's just a matter of time. Um, uh, Radio said, "If Cal should have learned how fast things can change when you involve uh, yourself in a fight, he was." He was lucky though, guys didn't go to town on him. Exactly. Uh, kudos to the girl though. She took Cal best punch and was still standing. That tells you a lot. That's why he punched it from behind because I feel like if he would have punched it from the front, it would have been a whole different video. Uh, as as uh, all the boys said, Cal would have got Molly Wop. <laughs> Now, now, listen to this, though. This is something that hasn't been said, and I don't want to offend anyone, but in the famous words of, um, I won't say that, but in the famous words of certain people, where are the fathers? Because I noticed a lack of representation from his fathers. Has anyone thought about that? Like, where is his dad? What happened? I have no idea. I I haven't heard anything about his dad. Um, 
The only one I've ever heard about is his mom. Now, I don't know the situation. I don't know if the dad's still living. I don't know if he's in jail, deceased. I don't know. We need to know because, you know, anytime something happens in other communities, you know, the father's question, his presence, I need to know where is Mr. Rittenhouse or if that's his last name or if he has a different last name. Well, it could. Find out where his father is. It could be one of those issues where um, it could be a malicious parent syndrome, where where the father was was uh, uh, forced to stay out of his life. I don't know. I don't know. These are all alleged, so I don't know. Well, but we need to get to the bottom of it because um, this this man has a problem. And in the black community, whenever anyone does anything, they, we always want to get to know, you know, they're going to put out their school records, you know, if he ever stole anything as an as a elementary school student. I need to know more about Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. And I feel like that's... Uh, I'd like to know, maybe... Well, let me say this. Jack did say abusers are abusers, plain and simple. It's not the game making them that way. Well, what you, I'm going to say this, Jack, a, a very well respected preacher, pastor that I know, he was preaching one time. He's, he made a good point, and I live by this. Okay, if you get up in the morning listening to Gangsta Rap, you're setting the tone of your day you said in your attitude and he encouraged people when you get up in the morning listen to something that's gonna gonna lift your spirit and not keep it down so with the video games people play video games and if you constantly playing this video game constantly over and over again well guess what it's gonna become a reality in your mind that you can do these things. So it's not that the game itself is is saying, hey, go do this, but it's what feeding your mind. And that's what I feel that, that happened with a lot of people because they feed their mind on balance all the time. And that that's what happened. Kind of like kind of like for instance, um uh all aboard mentioned earlier about uh, the Mac Michaels, about being raised in racism. And racism today, uh, when you see teenagers having racist thoughts, it's because what they was taught in the household, their mind is trained to think another race is against them and they will do hatred toward them. So anything that we say, think, or whatever, before you before it come out your mouth, it's thought about in your mind. If you do the same thing over and over again, it's gonna gonna play out in the world. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes down to the video game. Nothing against the video game. Some people do not know how to separate a video game, a movie from reality. So well, that's the that's hold on. Let me let me let me get to uh radio 
uh, comment because radio also mentioned the father's and the word is the father moved to Michigan. Maybe that's why no one saw him during the trial. So that's that's what the word on the street is about the father. He's in Michigan. Um, and, yes. Uh, and Jack Kramer said, I love GTA, Call of Duty, Gangsta Rap, never committed a crime. It's fiction, fun, art, my consuming more compressed a strong strong family upbringing that's for you that's for you and and you're right every once in a while i love some old school rap i'm not gonna lie to you i love the blues but my first choice of music is gospel so the thing is that's great for you because you have a foundation uh, what you was the more that you was brought up on some people don't have those same upbringing some people is taught certain ways and that works for you that works for me but i never had the ideal if i go out here and listen against the rap i'm gonna go out here and bang bang shoot them up no uh I don't think like that because I don't feed that into my mind all the time. Now, if I start to listen to gangster rap, which unfortunately a lot of rap today, I'm, I can't get into. I listen to rap that, that, that had a meaning. So yes, it's a different, it's a different Everybody don't have that same upbringing as you and I have had. So that's the difference between the two. Everybody don't have that strong mindset and able to separate the two. And that's, unfortunately, that's the point where we are in life. Um, Take how I said, well said, and great point. Uh, Arbor should have been, should have been armed. Oh, he would have gotten off with self-defense like Cal, and rightfully so. Maybe not. I don't know. We don't know. I I don't know because certain states, self-defense for some people, not the same for others. Look at the young lady. I believe it was in Florida. Her husband, her estranged ex-husband had uncane and abused her broke into her home and she fired a warning shot and she got charged. She was sentenced to 20 years because it's 10, 20 life in Florida. She was, um, eventually, um, she was able to, she was released after like public outcry. Well, she was charged for that. Yeah. And I wanted to speak on, and she had a restraining order. But go ahead with what what you was going to say earlier, too. Um, I was going to say that here's the thing. So if we know the father wasn't present, we can at least say that he wasn't causing the actual damage. So I'm going to blame the mother. So she seems to be... She seems to be a toxic, nasty person. Because if my son just killed two people and wounded another, potentially could have killed more. If, if his aim worked out... I'm not taking him to a bar. 
my teenage son. Are you? They come to church, counseling. Um, I don't know. But I'm not taking them to a bar. They also went to a bar as soon as he was declared not guilty. Guess where he went? A bar. So I'm going to blame that mother. And, um, and what I will say, you can't, we're, we're not going to say video games alone, but video games definitely teach tactics. They teach you how to reload. Like so many school um, killers, um, school shooters, um, learned their, the, the military training tactics, like, um, strategic reloading where you, you know, when you're before your, your, um, your mag is, is empty, you're going to like reload it. Right. Like they, they literally learn that from playing the video game. Yeah. They do. So you can't say that video games play no part. It doesn't happen to everyone. Not everyone is a, is a psychotic nut, but he clearly shows signs of being violent and um, impulsive and a criminal. So that's why we need to have stricter gun laws. And I'm a firm believer of my Second Amendment rights, but he should never have had a gun in his hand. I agree with you. Now, Jack said my issue is that people are making the cow case about race, Rosenberg, and misappropriating the N-word, uh, how black people use it as a term of endearment. How is that not insane? Well, first of all, um, I don't believe in using that word. Um, now, if I'm reading a story, I may say it then because that's what's in the story. But just the color in this and that, I don't do that because my thing, I'm going to encourage people and being called the N-word is not good because here it is. Um, I think it was, I, I have history. I think it was back in 98, 99, went to a local convenience store around the corner from my apartment at the time, um, walked in, it was a young um, Chinese child or Asian child with his father. And first thing he said when he seen me, look, that is a black man. And I looked at the child and I looked at his father and I said, I'd have flapped the shit out of you, but I'm going to let you make it. Um, because the thing is, that's showing me that, um, that, that father was teaching his child about what he assumed that the black community is about. Every black person is not criminal. Every black person is not mean and hateful, but at the same time, we need to break that cycle in all race. And make a make a point to get to know each other. I could go anywhere, and I could meet somebody, and have a conversation with them. It doesn't make a difference what color you are. It's about the conversation we're having, and unfortunately, everybody can't do that because they don't want to take the time to get to know someone different than them. So when it come down to Rosenberg. Yeah, it was it was some issues there 
Uh, the reason why they was chasing him at first, I don't know why, but at the same time, it all lead back to the fact Cal never should have been there. You sent the child to do a grown-up job. And as for the race, the case about race, if I bring up race, it's about the fact that if it was, if Cal was black and those victims were black, it would not have been the same outcome. That's why we're preparing for a show now to tell the different crimes between black laws and white laws to highlight those because it's a bit difference based up on the color of your skin. It's definitely a bit difference. Think about it. Amber Geiger. If Amber, Amber Geiger was black and and uh Bolton Jones was 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 white and she went into the wrong apartment and shot that man sitting on his couch eating ice cream, do you think she would have got 10 years? Hell no. It's a bit difference. So like you just said, a black woman shot her um estranged husband with a she had a restraining order against in her own home yeah. after he beat her and she got twenty. So we know that, that that won't happen. It's a difference. Texas and Florida have similar laws. <laughs> Yeah, they do, because we have the same type of government. Um, radio said the answer always seemed to be more guns would solve things and make everyone safer. So ship, so you should go jogging arm, arm now. Um, I'm not going to say that, but uh, you have to do what you what you have to do to protect yourself. Uh, because here it is, it's a lot of crazy people out here. And just here in Dallas, it was a young lady that was, she was either jogging or on a walking trail. Either way, it was on a, on a trail. I don't know if she was jogging or walking, but a guy came up behind her, raped her on that trail. So having a weapon with you? If you have a way to secure that weapon while you're doing it, I have no issue with it because you have to protect yourself. And when I heard that, I'm like, whoa, she's out here running, walking the trail or whatever, and some guy raped her. And when they found him, he needed to be held to the full issue of the law. It need to be held accountable for it. And first, one thing, Kurt, I, I think we need to get away from assuming that when you say that 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 we're speaking about all men or all women or all white people, I don't know where that theory came from, but we're talking about the criminal element. Yes, we don't want criminals in the black community as much as anyone else. We don't want that. We don't want criminals in general. It is not a race. Thing as far as crime, I believe most people want all the criminals off of the streets so we can exist peacefully. All the violent people, lock them up. But what we're saying is the law is not being applied equally, right? There's no way you can tell me Kyle Rittenhouse didn't do something wrong that day. 
Exactly. Um, so Jack Kramer, he said, no, it's, it's a hypocrite, critical. Cal wasn't about race. If Aubrey was, I would pray he would have come out alive instead of those guys. There's no other way of putting how um, the difference between the two. Cal wanted to be famous. So he didn't care how he became famous. Amari jogging through a neighborhood that he jogged through before. He just stopped to look at a house that was being built. Have you have you ever gone into a new subdivision, see a house being built? Oh, let me go see how this house look on the inside. See what type of design it is. They know he didn't, didn't steal anything. He didn't have anything in his hand. But these guys come out because he was in their neighborhood. They come out and um, uh, chase them down and kill them. Kind of like, for instance, it was a young lady over in Arlington, and I forgot her name, uh, here locally, Arlington, Texas. She moved to this particular neighborhood, and people wrote the uh, N-word, all spray-painted N-word on her garage, uh, I want to say on her cars, harassed this woman. All because the color of her skin. And this happened probably time going by so quick. This probably about mm, 10 years ago. But it's like, why? Because somebody moved to your neighborhood? You want to harass this person? But but not even 10 years ago. Up in, um, I think it was Little M, um, up in Didden County. This was earlier this year. A neighbor harassing this black woman just moved to the neighborhood, wrote N word on her house, passing by, singing the the N word, N word, N word song that was caught on videotape until. Smash the topic. Shout out to Smash the Topic always in the street. Um, until he was reached and they brought attention to it before the police did anything about it. And this was just this year. So that's the problem we have. Get over it. People are doing better. People are moving away from the hood and 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 trying to live a good life. But at the same time, when you do that, you're having to deal with racism in 2021. And here's the thing. White people, I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't want to be controversial on your stream, but I'll, I'll, I'll correct that. People are moving from the suburbs when they originally had their, their, um, their flight, you know, when they went to the suburbs. They're moving back into cities. And they're being welcomed. I don't see the same backlash about, I don't see them being attacked when they're going into the, the hood of, of Brooklyn or Harlem and, and, and buying property and moving in. You know, they're not being lynched. They're not being chased. You know, they just live there. 
and we need to stop. We really need to stop with the hatred because there are so many places in America where, where that still exists. And until we confront Aubrey's and all these situations. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, um, I talked about it on the show. I think it was earlier this month or maybe it was the end of last month. Uh, in a local town, uh, local city here in Texas, that is south of Dallas, Midlothian, Texas, a young man at a high school went off and went on a rant talking about all the black folks moving to Midlothian and all of this. Well, guess what? Where did he learn all that from? You should be happy that the city is is diverse, but instead you going off on social media or whatever, uh, talking about N-word, this, N-word, that, and all these. Really? See, that's taught at home. We need to break that cycle and stop teaching hate. Start teaching to love one another. That will make this world a much better place. Well, Mr. McDaniel, McDaniel got his son a life sentence in prison because of the things he taught him. And I wonder if he realizes that. Like, yeah, he killed Ahmad, right? And they thought it was a joke and they thought they were going to get away with it. Now, his family is going to be suffering. I'm sure his wife isn't going to be able to pay their bills unless, you know, those weirdos go do a GoFundMe or something like that. But he destroyed his own son's life based off of his hatred. You know? Because who knows? Ahmaud Arbery could have been a person who would have helped him. There's so many instances when you can think, you can you can misjudge a person, and that person can actually be a very good friend, a, a person who may help you. You never know. Living in hatred, it really leaves you at a disadvantage because we're all human and we all need each other in this lifetime in this world like we're a community exactly everybody have to have everybody back that's like in the community i live in now it's a very diverse community but um everybody i've talked to my neighbors and uh, We've exchanged phone numbers and told each other, if you ever need anything, hit me up. So the thing is, we understand the time that we're in. Now, what they say behind my back, because I'm not going to lie. One of my neighbors, when I first met him, uh, uh, well, not him, but his father-in-law, it's a mixed couple and his father-in-law when i first met the father-in-law i had on a had on my shirt i made that said uh just in case you don't know black lives matter too and it's in a black shirt with orange letters so you can't miss it and just so happened i was coming home and my neighbor speaking to me. I went over, spoke, and his father-in-law focused on my shirt. But at the same time, he realized that 
yeah, it's a statement. Black lives do matter too. But at the same time, he respect me. I respect him. We talk, we laugh, had a good time. And mm-hmm. I came, walked on in my house. So, but and we can have the conversation. You can have a conversation, you know, but it has to be respectful. Exactly. So when you call in. Exactly. Most definitely. Um, I'm a I'm a read this comment that um, uh, radio did, but let me start another segment. Hold on. <laughs> 